celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. That guy always sounds so cheery. What's with him? I want whatever he has. He's smoking something. And he didn't bring it up for the rest of us. That's what I'm saying. We're all here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog father, Joey Volani. Groomer extraordinaire. Bobby Hill working on news. Animal communicator, Joy Turner. Flying the world famous Russian dog wizard. I'm slurring a little bit today. You are. Just noticed that. Uh, it was it was late, late, late night last night. We all yeah. stayed up very you late You still drunk night. from last night, Al? I did. Happen. You know I don't drink. That's yeah. uh, that's against Maybe my religion. Yeah. Since when? What are you working on there? Snooze. What kind of snooze? Do you think your dog imitates you, Hal? Hell yeah. Well, not you specifically, but Judy. Do you think that Ladybug imitates you? Yeah. You know, when I eat, <laughs> I get food all over me. I save it in my hair and on my shirt, and then I see her hoarding her that's biscuits and so chunks of food this in her blanket. So. This is true. I never realized that yeah, before. Yeah, I hoard my food on me and she hoards well, it in her blanket. why do you ask? Judy's not crazy. Oh, There's really? actually research to support the phenomenon that dog owners have known for a long time, that their dogs imitate themselves. And we'll talk about it coming up in the news. Oh, we are so darn lucky. Who else today? Oh, pot-bellied pig lady is on today? Oh, yeah. this is very cool. This lady, Victoria Bragg. She rescues these little pot-bellied pigs. And I want to talk to her about They're these. They're so cute. The new fad of micro pigs. The what size of a teacup. Teacup pigs. Oh, wow. And I understand that Stop a lot of celebrities people. are... Jumping on that one. Well, and yeah, look at the fad with all the chihuahuas and how many chihuahuas have had to be relocated from shelters so that they can get adopted. Mm-hmm. I want celebrities to do something a little more useful than miniaturizing animals. Also, Alan Anderson is back today. He thinks we're getting too attached to our pets. Thanks for going overboard. Going overboard, huh? Don't think, look at me when you say yeah. that. You uh, you go don't, overboard with no, your dog. I do not. Dresses up her dog. She does. Dress she up her dog. gets cold. I do it. There's a reason. Does she come up to you, tap you on the shoulder, and go, "Excuse me, I'm cold. Could you get me a sweater?" No, she stands in front of me and shakes but until I put one on. It's not even a sweater. It's like one of these purple sequin things with well, ruffles. And, of course, if yeah. I'm going to put something on, or what's wrong with putting something that looks nice and is in fashion if she's got to wear something? Well, this okay, is. Hell, I want you to start slipping some Thorazine into Judy's car. Some of my Thorazine, I'll just put it into her coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Just share. Just share. Share your Thorazine. It's all now. about sharing. Well, this is uh, the radio show for those that have gone overboard with their pets. We we celebrate our animals every weekend. And uh, those of you Because we think it's love, a good thing. We, we love our animals. Yes. For some of us, they're our only friends. You look in my wallet, all my pictures are of my animals. If you're like that. On your cell phone, only pictures of animals. And I don't realize it until I look back. I was like looking for pictures of my family. There oh, aren't any. Just are my there? furry no. family. I don't have any pictures of my grandkids. Judy, if you ever go missing, you're in trouble. They'll only be able to give the police a picture of your dog. <laughs> yeah. No recent picture of me. Yeah. one 405 You can connect with Dog Father Joey Volani. You say that name sounds familiar? Well, he's from uh, Animal Planet. Groomer has it. Dogs 101, another TV show coming to you very soon, as well as Dr. Debbie. She's our veterinarian. And when I say she's our veterinarian, she takes care of our animals. And that's why we feel safe enough to unleash her on the nation. Animal communicator Joy Turner, the best you'll find around. She said some things that freak the most skeptic. She'll first. make a believer out of you. Yes. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard with your dog issues. And, of course, Bobby working on news. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405 right now. The Department of Transportation has said that uh, short-faced dogs are more prone to die during flight. Ooh. If you heard about this, the, like the breeds such as pugs uh-huh. and bulldogs. 
They say 122 of the canines that died last year, half of them were short-nosed dogs. And this includes English, French Bulldogs, American Staffordshire Terriers. That's hard to say. <laughs> They're not good flyers. Apparently, the animals may be less tolerant of cold and hot conditions inside the jetliner's cargo hold because their short snouts do not warm or cool air before it enters their lungs. Oh, I never knew that. Wow. If you're traveling with your pet, please bring them inside the cabin. There's more airlines that allow that now. We're going to head to the phones next at 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hey, hey, this is Davy Jones here on Animal Radio. Just want to say look after those animals because they look after you. Have a great time. See you soon. Bye. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Oh, my turn. Sorry about that. Hey, gang, it's Hal Abrams. Judy is screening calls right now at our toll-free number, 1-866-405-8405. You want to talk to our veterinarian, Dr. Debbie, or dog father, Joey Villani, animal communicator, Joy Turner. She's ringing up the calls today. It's yes, amazing. We have a lot. Yes, she's pretty popular. Also, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard with your dog problems. The problem with Vladi is people always go to him last. Of course, she's the, the one that cures the problem. That's why he's the last one that they go to. But they often try with the local trainers, mm-hmm. people that don't know a lot of stuff. But Waste if you, of time. If you've been wasting your time, I encourage you to pick up the phone today. Put your fat little fingers in and dial 1-866-405-8405. He can help you. If you'd like to talk to our animal communicator, Joy Turner, I admit I was a little skeptical <laughs> at first. I'm not totally into the animal communication thing. She She talks to anybody. Not uh-huh. just animals, people. But we're keeping it to animals right here on yeah. Animal Radio. Dog father, Joey Villani from uh, Animal Planet, Dogs 101, and Groomer Has It. Who let the dogs out? His tattoos, 3D tattoos, almost come through the radio. But he can answer any of your grooming questions for you and Dr. Debbie, our veterinarian, all here, toll free. And today we're talking to a pot-bellied pig expert. She encourages you to check out the possibility of the possibility of re- rescuing a pot-bellied pig. Not one of these micro ones. They say they have health problems. Yeah. The ones that celebrities have, the one that Carrot Top just got. Too much inbreeding. Not on Carrot Top. Well, maybe, but I'm talking about that. Yeah, that was inbreeding, I'm pretty sure, right there. <laughs> but seriously, if it's a celebrity trend, stay away from it. Yes, that should be your red flag right there. Yeah. Alan Anderson joins us again. He's been on several times. He's a great poet and author. And he says we're going overboard with our pets. So I figured I'll let him speak. I'll let, Maybe not the right show to talk on because I think all of us are pretty crazy about our animals Don't here. Don't look at me like that. I know There's you. varying degrees of crazy. We're in the acceptable range. What is the acceptable range? Where we're at. Where we're at? That's okay. <laughs> if you love your animals any more than us, you're crazy. Any less Hal here. said it. Coming up in just a few minutes, our Dodge Journey Pet Destination of the Week. If you have a location you want to share with us that you take your animal, your dog, your cat, your iguana, your skunk, your pet monkey, let us know. We'll share with the rest of the world, and then we'll give you prizes for sharing your pet destination of the week. And, of course, as I said many, many times, I'm not ready to share mine, but I will soon. I'm going to get it out of you, Hal. I know Vladi is going to share his. 
real soon. One eight. You already got me to fess up here. I don't know. I know. See how I'm using each and every one of you to steer clear. I believe we have Nina on the phone. Hi, Nina. How are you? Fine. How are you? Good. Where are you today? Um, I am in Fort Worth, Texas today. How can we help you? Um, I wanted to talk about my little toy poodle. Um, he has, uh, well, he had uh, some extra weight on him, and he was having um, problems um, with his, um, the vet said his windpipe was collapsing. Okay. And so he has been treating him with uh, steroid injections and um, uh, breathing uh, uh, albuterol. Uh, albuterol. And he takes the albuterol inhaler. So that's okay. how he has been treating him. And um, last month he got an infection, and so he went to the doctor, and they gave him a steroid injection, and they gave him two albuterol treatments. And so he didn't really get a lot better. Um, so two weeks later, I took him back, and they did another steroid injection, and then they did um, um, four back-to-back albuterol treatments. Well, okay. after that, um, this, it, during this last month, he has had excessive thirst, very thirsty, drinking a lot, and then having to go pee-pee um, a lot. So we're long distance truck up, so we're stopping every about every hour to let him go. Yowza. And during the last, I'm sorry. I said yowza. That's a lot. <laughs> a lot of pee. Yeah. It, oh yes, it is. It's he it, 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 excessive. And so we during the last month, a little over a month, um, he has lost over two pounds. And um, the, the the main thing what I'm concerned about is. Uh, with his with his bladder with his urine, he will be laying sleeping, and he does not know that he is wetting himself. Like okay. last time, he was laying on the floor, and I look down, um, and I because I check on him quite often. He's ten years old, so I find the flashlight down, and he was laying there sleeping, and he had wet himself, and he didn't even know it. Okay. Sure, and I wanted to ask you, with the albuterol, the breathing treatment, are you doing that, or are they doing that in the hospital setting? Um, I, they check to put him into the hospital. Um, I do, I, he has been on the inhaler um, for a couple of years, probably a couple of years now, And but when they do the treatments, they took him into the hospital to do it. Okay, but you do have one at home that you, you administer no, no, to him? No, I, I do the inhaler at home. Okay. That's what I'm. That's what I want to check. Okay, so so let's see here, Nina. Let's talk about collapsing trachea because it, it's a functional problem where, um, especially these tiny little dogs, their airways collapse down almost like a straw that's weak on one aspect. So when they try to breathe, they can't get enough air. Their airway collapses and it starts this whole cough cycle, which in some dogs can become so severe that they can't breathe. They can't get air, and it's really an emergency situation in those in those situations. Now, a couple of things. When I'm dealing with a dog that has a collapsing trachea, I usually start with some of the, the regular medications before we get to the point of steroids, and that would be bronchodilators. Um, we can try cough suppressants in an oral form, in a pill form. In many cases with collapsing trachea, as much as we don't want to, there's oftentimes where they may need antibiotics because 
already their lungs aren't working so good and we're not getting great ventilation, so we can have a tendency to get infections deep in the lungs. And especially if we're using a lot of steroids, that suppresses the ability to fight infection in a normal pet. So I would be double concerned in your pet situation that if we're still coughing, we're still having problems breathing, despite all the steroids we're throwing at them, we may need to make sure we have them on an antibiotic just to kind of help treat any infection deep down in there. Now, the other thing is steroids, they can be life-saving. And no doubt in dogs with collapsing trachea, there's times when we have to hit them pretty hard to keep those airways open and keep them breathing. But if the side effects are so bad that we're drinking a lot, peeing a lot, especially when you're describing your baby's, you know, urinating on himself in the night, commonly that can be from those steroids. So it might be worthwhile to see if we can entertain the idea of using an inhaled steroid and continue using your albuterol as necessary. Um, but there are some very nice inhaled steroids that we can kind of wean them off of those injections and hopefully get them onto where you can give that at home as an inhaled steroid, maybe once a day or even twice a day if necessary. And that uh-huh. you'll have much, much less side effects. And then you have better control over you know, what his day is. You know, is the day that you're in Tennessee going to be really bad on his breathing versus when you're in the desert southwest? So that might help to individualize his regimen for how bad he's doing at that point. And you mentioned also that he's on the pudgy side. And, oh, boy, we can do so much if we can wipe that extra weight off that pu- off that puppy dog um, because it really does make such a huge difference for these airway problems if we can slim them down, get that extra weight off, and really take take down some of the reliance of all these medications. And, and I'd say if that's still going on and his last steroid shot was quite a ways back, I, I'd like to get a sample of some blood and urine just to check. Because, yeah, we could be dealing with some infection or some other problems um, as a result of the, the steroids. So I, I would say that would be a nice thing to just give you that peace of mind that there's not something else going on along with that. Thanks for your call today, Nina. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. This is Animal Radio. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. (laughs) Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try natural balance. When it comes to controlling cat box odor, there's no such thing as good enough. Buy the best or smell the rest. In other words, get World's Best Cat Litter with patented formulas made from whole kernel corn. World's Best Cat Litter is 100% natural and scientifically proven to deliver unsurpassed odor control, compact clumping, and longer-lasting use. See what a difference just one bag makes. And for a limited time, save big when you buy. To download a coupon, go to worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. 
let's face it, life happens from spills to pet stains. One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, eliminating the need for other cleaning products. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, One Shot and it's gone. Safe for the environment, your pets and your family. Call 1-866-734-1120 and mention Animal Radio. That's 1-866-734-1120 or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Animal Radio Dream Team, like Doctor Debbie. Have you ever asked your veterinarian what would you do? They give you a couple of options on a procedure that might need to be done for your animal, and you'd, you'd say to the vet, what would you do? Have you ever done that, Joey? Pet. We're all good uh, that one. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with the question on, on the surface. You know, it, it's really, you know, it's an honest question, and, and you would want to know what a veterinarian, a professional in the field would do for their own pet. So I have no fault with that idea, but... I'd have to say that on the receiving end, the question is a double-edged sword. And it's very dangerous. And when I was a younger veterinarian, I used to answer that question as if it was really me. And I was standing there in those people's shoes, and I answered it honestly. And I got burned several times with the response from the family members in the end. Um, Either, you know, the money spent, the the medical path, um, anger over like where things went or grief. It, it wasn't right for them in their minds after the fact. Mm-hmm. So I've learned that I just really don't answer that question anymore. I do very different things for my pets, and I do things probably a bit more extreme than many people. And, and you know, it's strange, because even today I had that very question asked, do what you do if it was your dog? And, you know, I can do that, but it's not the most sincere thing for what's right for you or for your pet or for your family situation. So that's why I'm I kind of backpedal now when I get that question. And I, I really would rather turn it into what is the right thing for you to do. Yeah, lay out pet. all the options available. And the, the thing that we never think about when we ask the vets this is that for us it costs us a lot of money for vets it doesn't cost them a lot of money isn't a decision as to what kind of treatment they're going to administer to their animals so exactly yeah that's that's an innate thing i can do whatever i want if money is the option or is the considering factor but in some cases it isn't the money it's the quality of life it's the other factors in the row so you know we struggle with our pet decisions as well but we just have less of that financial factor in it well that's like asking your mechanic you know your engine's making a noise what would you do well they tear the whole damn thing apart and put it all back together well i'm not going to do that for i can't noise. afford that yeah, yeah you just give me a quick fix and uh you know. exactly okay if you want to ask dr debbie about uh, not what you would do or what she would do in your particular situation but for some good solid advice one 405 8405 right now also on animal radio today if you're interested in perhaps something different than a cat or a dog or the iguana the monkey. How about a pot-bellied pig? They make these micro pigs now. You see the celebrities with them. Uh, that's a yeah, but do they stay little? No, there's because a the, exactly because yes. I've known there was a pet store that I knew that had a that had a pot-bellied pig and it turned into a big a big pig. Yeah, people are, don't understand that they do grow big, and you really need to do your research before you take. Them I mean, he was these. smart. 
Yeah. He was real smart and he was, you know, great, but I wouldn't want a 190 pound pig running around my house. You'd be lucky if it was only 190 pounds. Insert husband jokes there. Anyway, Victoria Bragg will be joining us in just a few minutes. And she owns a pot-bellied pig rescue, and she'll tell you what you need to know before you get a pot-bellied pig. Also, Alan Anderson is back. He feels we've perhaps gone overboard with our animals. What? Yeah. We spend over $47 billion a year on our, our animals. Keep it up, baby. That's what, <laughs> that's, what, that's, what pays my, that's what pays my mortgage. Absolutely. This is what our show is about. If you're listening, you've probably already gone overboard with your animals, because that's what we do every weekend. That's all coming up today on Animal Radio. What kind of tip do you have, Joey? You know, did you ever, did, when you cut your pet's nails and you make them bleed, and then you, you, then oh, you yeah. realize you have nothing to stop it, well, I'm going to give you some household tips, so household items that will stop that nail from bleeding and huh. give you some peace of mind. Okay, Ooh. so if you're as clumsy as I am when you cut your pet's nails, you want to be listening up for Joey Volani's tip. one 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. And we all know who that dream team is. It includes animal communicator Joy Turner, Dr. Debbie with your vet medical questions, dog father Joey Volani with your grooming questions, Susan Sims with your pet travel questions. Oh, she has gifts today. And Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, who's unfortunately the last person people go to. They should just start with him. Obviously, he's the last person because he always finds the cure that you need for your most vexing dog issues. And John is up next. Hey, John, how are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me on. Where are you today? Based out Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, I love it. Beautiful Jacksonville, Florida. Have you ever been there, Vlade? No, I've never been there. You should you should go there sometime. I know you've been to Florida. Don't you have property in Florida? Oh, don't even start it. It's on foreclosure. So like uh, I'm ah. like a millions American uh, homeowner oh, suffering no. because of all that stuff. Okay. Well, it's, an, it's quaint town in uh, in the northern part of Florida. You have to come visit one day. Oh, okay. I was in the Fort Lauderdale, so that's the part. What's going so, on with your dog, John? So sure. we we have a cockapoo about uh, three years old. Um, regardless, if we let her out to go pee, um, you know, when we let her run around, easily 30, 30 minutes a day is what we try to do, I mean, twice a day. But when people come over, you know, she can come in the house, she gets so excited, she just starts peeing. Uh, oh, okay, that's home, very common. She does the same thing. Hmm? Yeah, it's a cockapoo do that. That's, that's a common okay. among them. Why? Um, they are, most of them, a little bit too nervous and secure. It's from the poodle. Uh, okay. Even though the poodle is very smart, but kind of they're very hyper, and the hyperactivity is creating that nervousness, uh, triggering this type of the licking problem. So, and uh, how are we going to resolve these things? It's called submissive urination for you and everyone who is listening to us right now. And uh, you can do a few things. Number one. Are you uh, grab the pencil or, or pen something to write it down. Number one, okay. you can put your dog. It's happening with your member of the family or just guests? It, it happens with really everybody. Everyone. Okay. Yeah. So with the member of your family, going to be a different way. You could just, everyone, just have a family meeting and say, for two weeks, we're going to enter our house and uh, say for ourselves. For five minutes, we're not going to look at my dog. We're not going to talk to the dog. We're not going to pet the dog. Even eye contact will trigger that type of the problem. 
So after five minutes, maximum ten, when the dog is totally come down, you can kneel down a little bit and take your face away, your eyes away from the dog, and that time you can pet her. That would be number one. Uh, with uh, strangers situation, you can do the same thing, but much easier to put the dog in the crate for five minutes prior to allow the strangers come in, prior to allow opening the door and getting the people in, and make sure the people would feed the dog in the crate first with uh, treats, and after that they can let the dogs go, and next five minutes ignoring, after that they will be fine. If you do it for a few weeks, all that it takes, the dog will learn how keep itself, how keep that urine and not licking on your flooring really. And my final secret trick, if you don't want to put the dog in the crate or you don't want to ignore your dog for 5-10 minutes, all what you need to do, grab the pe- a piece of American cheese or kalbasa or any delicious treats. It should be really delicious, soft. For instance, tell and choose. Uh, we are having this at our shop and Animal Radio. Wonderful treats. All what you need to do: kneel down, extend like a little bit, just not too much, and uh, not like a Barack Obama did to the Prince of whoever what that from Egypt Prince, whatever was it. <laughs> you can be you can be as submissive. Could you imagine Vladimir Putin would do like this? Would never, would, he would never have done that. But anyway, it's a different story. We hear, we hear that Animal Radio talks about everything. So anyway, you kneel down, you give that piece of the cookie, and don't even look at the dog. Remember, it is impossible to pee, swallow, and eat at the same time. This is true. I tried it. No, I mean, I know you tried. I mean, I, I asked the hell one time to try it, and he tried and didn't work for him either. No. So the dogs cannot pee and eat at the same time. That's what is based on. And once the dog is already met, you or somebody else, uh, fear is gone, everything is gone, he's not going to pee. It's just the first few minutes, first few minutes, if you could distract it with the food or use another my method, which I described before. That is going to work. We wish you luck with that, John. I used to uh, have a problem. Anytime Vade would come into the room, I would submissively urinate. And uh, <laughs> it's been cured. You since. You yes, started feeding him instead. Yes, just give me your treats. Thanks for your call today at one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. That was a good one. Bobby working on news feverishly in the newsroom. She's also our social networking butterfly. As she flies around and talks to everybody via Twitter, uh, Facebook, and uh, if you could see her, she's like electronic gadget guru. <laughs> she understands all these iPhones and stuff. She has. Somebody has to. Exactly. Yeah. And by the way, if you uh, want to know what the latest is on any of the recalls, the latest news, she'll Twitter that to you. Yeah. Sign up for the Twitter. What are you working on in the newsroom? Taking a look at animals, specifically dogs, and whether or not they mimic their owners. I or think I imitate. Yeah, yeah, we imitate them. The dogs. We'll find you out. Better see my dog. My dog imitate me. He does. He does a good. What does he do? What does he do to imitate a Joey? He goes, "Hey, oh, hey!" and he walks around. You know, <laughs> that's what he does. I gotta love it. We'd be wonderful if we imitated animals. So I know that uh, Ladybug the Studio Stunt Talk mimics you all the time. I think so. I have to agree. My or it's not that. your imagination. Where am There's I proof to back her. it up. Yeah. Who's imitating who? That's yeah. the... Ooh. Yeah. 
I understand we're going to have a lady on Victoria Bragg. She's going to be talking bragging about pot-bellied pigs. She has a pot-bellied pig rescue, and she wants you, instead of a cat or a dog or a fish or a guana or a skunk or a monkey, she wants you to have a pot-bellied pig. No, she wants you to be educated before you get a pot-bellied pig and then turn it in. Because well, you can't apparently, they're a lot more work than a dog or a cat. They are. There's People just get them because they think they're going to be cute and little, and as they grow up, you can have some problems that you should be ready to deal with, and that's what she wants to educate people before they get these pigs. I see some of the celebrities are picking up on these little micro pigs, these little mini pigs, like yeah. Carrot Top. Didn't he get one? I don't know, but you know what? They're inbreeding them. They're going to have a lot of problems. So. Details on the way right here on Animal Radio. Oh, also, is it is it possible to get too attached to your pet? Well, don't you keep looking at me every time you say that, Hal? I don't appreciate that. Do you know that people spend more on pets than they do movies, video games, recorded music combined? So, what's your point? Billions on pet drugs and medications for depression, anxiety, cancer, cosmetic procedures for their pets. <laughs> now, I don't Stop do that. It. Alan Anderson, can, he understands, and he's going to be on in a few minutes and, and really tell us, have we gone overboard? I'm pretty sure we've gone. I feel like this is one of those things where when you get together your friends and have an intervention or something, the way you keep looking at me. <laughs> this is Animal Radio. Hi, this is Michelle Stafford from The Young and Restless on Animal Radio. And remember, bay and neuter your pets. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. The long-held belief that dogs adhere to a hierarchy, giving the lead dog alpha status, is being debunked. Hmm. In a recent Time Magazine article, founder of the International Wolf Center, L. David Mish, says the old theory is based on flawed research. The, quote, alpha male myth is from a 1940s study by animal behaviorist Rudolf Schenkel, who studied captive wolves and labeled the leaders as the alpha pair. Mesh points out that the wolves in the wild live in a nuclear family in which the birth order establishes status and offspring follow parents. By showing that the alpha dog philosophy is wrong, the American Veterinary Medical Association is now questioning training tactics that rely on aggressive submissive techniques. The Chinese have found a green way to control the country's, quote, plague of rats. That can't be good. The rodent population exploded due to unusually dry conditions over the past couple of years, giving rats the opportunity to multiply. In one of the country's western provinces, officials began using silver foxes bought from a fur breeder to control the rats. The 20 foxes purchased in 2004 have grown to 284, and they average 20 rats a day. In the area where the foxes are used, the rat population has dropped 70%. Also being used by the Chinese to combat rats are eagles, wolves, and here's two I don't get, chickens and ducks. (laughs) Elsewhere in the world, police and firefighters in Vienna, Austria, worked overtime to rescue a crying kitten from not one, but several car engines. Residents were awakened by the kitten's cries, but she kept eluding her rescuers by going from one car engine to another. Finally, after jacking up a police car... Firefighters followed the sounds of her meows and found her inside the car's floor panels. Don't know how she got there. Half an hour and what bit finger later, the kitten was freed and taken to a local animal shelter. Firefighter Franz Zehetmeyer was finally able to grab the kitten, but he's the one that suffered the bit finger in the process. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. 
This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Here's a tip for choosing a litter. Try a litter that resembles what cats naturally use. Soft, fine-grained litters most closely resemble the sand and dirt preferred by cats in the wild. Secondly, remember that cats have a keen sense of smell, so choose a litter that doesn't include perfumes. Get more tips from Dr. McPete at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. It's Animal Radio. 1 866 405 8405. Was that slow enough for you there, Guido? Much better, yes. Saying it, on, saying it way too fast for you. I wish it spelled something. <laughs> I'll try to figure it out. It's got to spell something. Kaflugina. Alan Anderson joins us again. He's been on several times. He's a great poet and author. And he says we're going overboard with our pets. So I figured I'll let him speak. I'll let. Maybe not the right show to talk on because I think all of us are pretty crazy about our animals here. Don't look at me like that. I know you. There's varying degrees of crazy. We're in the acceptable range. What is the acceptable range? It's toll free to connect with any one of the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. And, you know, we're here to talk about your dogs and we talk about your cats. We talk about your iguanas, skunks, monkeys. But have we ever talked about pot-pellied pigs? You know, that's a pretty popular animal now and you, and you see this especially with the like celebrities now and they have these micro pigs a micro pig huh even is that supposed I, to be smaller than the pot belly I, I guess like the size of a teacup I mean, pot belly is pretty small well wow. okay pot belly pig what is the size of a 25 pound dog maybe i'm not sure they don't get much bigger than that if you could see bobby's window to her newsroom she has figurines all along the bottom of the window and she has a bunch of little pigs lined up little baby cute little pigs and i think one of them Looks like a, a micro pig. <laughs> Little figurine. And that's probably the size they are, huh? This is something very spooky that they have they've messed with genetics. Is that what you're going to tell I me about? I think it's like how? inbreeding. We decided to get Victoria Bragg on, and she runs a pot belly pig rescue. And oh, I'll well. tell you, I'll give you the e- the uh, the web address in just a few minutes. Yes, Hi, yes. Victoria. How are you doing? Hi, how are you? Very good. First of all, i got to know about this micro mini pig. What's that about? Well, it's all a bad bunch of information, to be honest with you. When these pigs first came to the United States back in, like, 89 and 90, um, they were actually 80 to 150 pounds. Now, they had papers, and we knew their genealogy, and there were breeders out there that did manage to get some pigs to, like you said, inbreeding, crossbreeding, down to, like, 50 pounds. But that was usually maybe one out of two or 300 pigs were actually a healthy, full-grown pig at that age. Um, there's been a lot of bad information out there about them being micro minis. If they are, they're probably um, under either starved to death or they're uh, under um, they're they're actually not full grown until they're two years old. Well, they don't they don't live very long, do they? Not the the average pig what lives almost twenty years. Uh, no, we've seen them as, as old as 17 years. Okay. We're seeing more and more as we've gotten into this in the last 10, 15 but years. But the mini ones, how long do they live? Pretty short life. Well, mini potbelly pigs and potbelly pigs are definitely one in the same. Okay. So that's where some people have gotten confused as well. 
Me included. Yeah. Well, it's not your fault because, see, these little girls can come into heat at 12 weeks old and get bred and within three months have babies when they're not full grown mm. till they're two years old. So you're basically looking at a baby parent. And that's where these people got in wanting to make thousands of dollars. And the fad quickly went bad when people got them home. And two years later, they had a 100-pound pig. I was going to say, because I've seen people who said they got pot-bellied pigs and, and said they were really small. And these pigs are not small. And then they end nope. up, they can't take care of them. They don't have the room. Absolutely. And is that where you come in, pig rescue? Yes, I call it a fad gone bad, unfortunately. I did breed twice when I first started and made a little bit of money, but it quickly went <laughs> you can sort of say the bottom fell out of the pig the pig bellies, you know, because it was definitely problems. Uh, the price went down and all that. So I got into rescue. It kind of just evolved into rescue and started one of the first pig um, uh, pig groups down in Florida. And uh, since then, I've been up here in Georgia, in Jasper, Georgia. And I get about 100 calls a year of unwanted pigs, everything from ones that have gotten loose that are in the pound to ones that maybe the people just can't keep them because of zoning. So how many pigs do you have on hand right now? Myself, I've got five. Okay, five, and then the, the rescue. rescue. Yeah, the rescues are actually in some of my foster homes. Okay. Uh, I have a mini, kind of a mini army of foster homes all over the state. So from all over the state I get calls, therefore whoever's closest is the one that usually fosters them if it's an emergency situation, or we just try to place it straight out wherever it's coming out of in a very good adoptable home. Now, are you one of those I'll see walk in the mall with a, a harness and a pig at the end? Um, I, one of my pigs is harness trained, but it's very difficult to train them. You have to pretty much from birth just keep a harness on them because they're very routine animals. Uh, they, if they're fed every day at 7 o'clock in the morning, guess what? Saturday morning, they're fussing <laughs> for their food. Oh. Uh, you'll, never eat dinner, you'll never eat dinner in, in a room with a pig because if you do, you'll get hoof marks on your legs and nose pushing. I already get that right now with the dog. Yeah, the dog's in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're definitely pigs. Everything two feet and under, they're going to get into, including the trash bags, you know. Oh, boy. So what would you say to someone? Somebody who says, I want one of those cute little little pigs. Or a pot-bellied pig. Yeah. I pretty much tell them everything I've told you guys. There's just some bad information out there. Um, I, and, you know, I waited even when I bred my pig to when she was full-grown before I bred her because I did want to see the owners to see how big that she was going to be, which was 80 pounds full-grown she was. And once they saw that, they changed their minds. So uh, I just gave them all the information. And the same thing now with rescue, I tell them, that's the bad information. Let me tell you the good information, and I direct them to our website, which gives basic information as well as I educate them myself. I'm sort of the piggy guru, they call me. <laughs> does uh, does the pot-bellied pig make a good pet over a dog or a cat? You seem to, to like them more, right? Well, um, I actually uh, love my pigs, but they're not even... It's like comparing an apple to an orange. It's just not quite the same. They're uh -huh. herd-oriented animals. They establish a pecking order, which dogs do too, but in general, they're prey animals as well. And so they, they panic very easily, and they don't travel well at all, so you can't just throw them in the car. Now, if you do it from the beginning and they get used to it, mm -hmm. then you can do it. It's all about routine. You keep them in a routine, they can adapt. Or do they make a good single pet? Oh, yeah, definitely. And they really do love other animals. No, I mean, if I just got one pig, do I have to have two? Do I no. Have no, you don't, because actually two will bind together more so than you have a relationship. And they don't like other older pigs coming into their territories. They will fight. The sweetest pig will fight with another pig if they're a little bit older. Hmm. Do they sleep in the bed with you? No, mine actually have an air-conditioned barn. <laughs> <laughs>
Can we move in with you? Oh, yeah, really. <laughs> now, I understand I understand that you're a phone psychic and that a portion of your income goes directly to your pig rescue. Absolutely. 25%, if not more. I donate a lot of time. Like I said, I get 100 calls a year. I spend a lot of time on the phone placing them as well as uh, donating to transport of them, getting them fixed, vetted, and all the above. Uh, goes right back into the rescue. So, yes, I do encourage my um, clients to call me, and I tell them, you know, ask them, how do you want this money to be spent for the rescue? Mm, okay, so let's get about the website. It's org. What does that stand for? Forgotten uh, Angels Rescue and Education, education Center? Absolutely, okay. yes. dot org. We'll link to everything you've heard on today's show over at animalradio.com. Victoria, thanks so much for joining yes, us. You can also go on my website if you want to be directed to that. It's okay. Psychic. VictoriaLove.com. PsychicVictoriaLove.com. And like I said, all these links over at the website if you missed anything on today's show. Thanks so much for joining us, Victoria. Thanks for letting me get the real real story out there. I appreciate it. Take care of yourself. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Animal Radio is brought to you by... One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, One Shot, and it's gone. Call 1-866-734-1120 or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now. As you all know, many, many emails. I would like to address two most common for the last few weeks, okay. which I received. People asking me, Vladi, what the heck dog training color you are always recommending? And my answer would be Herm Springer. It's a German. Herm Springer dog training colors. Ah. Very humane, very gentle. Create a gentle grip for the neck. Imitate a doggy mama bite. Will not hurt, will not harm your pets. And this is the would be starting point of dealing with unruly pets. I highly suggest you get for your little terrorist pinch color. A very bad attitude. We can keep complaining or we can take the actions. This is the only color I solely approve. They are very humane. What is the name of it? Prong color with quick release by company Herm Springer. And that's spelled H-E-R-M-S-P-R-E-N-G-E-R. And, of course, we have links at the Animal Radio website. Got it. Sometimes people are crazy. Dogs are okay. That's for sure. <laughs> Fido-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each bi-monthly issue includes hotel and destination reviews, health and wellness topics, dog training advice, and the latest fashion trends. You can find Fido-Friendly magazine at Borders, Barnes & Noble, PetSmart, and Petco, or simply go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido-Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the only magazine your dog will thank you for. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Hi, this is Shelley Morrison from Willing Grace, and I'm on Animal Radio. Please, spay and neuter your pets. Please. 
You're listening to Animal Radio. It is that time again for another Dodge Journey Pet Destination of the Week. If you'd like to be featured, if you have a special place you'd like to share with the world that you take your pet, your dog, your cat, your iguana, your pet monkey, whatever, we want to know at one 405 8405 And in exchange for that prized information, we will give you uh, either dog prizes or iguana prizes. Do we have iguana prizes? Uh, we'll find iguana yeah, prizes. Yeah, I don't know what an iguana, iguana prize is. And of course, the Dodge Journey has won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award with those fold down stain resistant seats, which fold down because if you have a big dog, <laughs> you need lots of room. Lots of room. Plus that uh, chill zone glove box cooler for drinks and multiple storage options with removable, washable liners. This is my favorite part. And little snacky snacks. <laughs> you could keep the snacks cool in the little fridge, and then after the day of getting the car, messy with sand from the beach. You can pull it out, those washable liners, and clean them off. It's easy to see why the Dodge Journey is the best car for every member of the family, even those with tails. Hi, who's this? Hey, Hal, it's Steve. uh, The over-opinionated truck driver. That's it. First off, hello to you, Judy, Joy, Dr. Debbie, Vlade, and of course, can't leave out Joey. You're good. But, <laughs> hey, I got. I like y'all. I love listening to you guys. Well, and you. also, one thing I got to say about Dr. Debbie, I envy her for having the job that she has. I've always wanted to do that, but I, there's just times I could not bring myself to some of the things that vet, veterinarians have to do out of kindness. It could be yeah. a pretty stinky job, but she does a pretty well, good job, and she likes it. That's the beautiful thing. That's it. That's if you don't like your job, then it's just a job. This here, you know, it, it's just different than you have something you enjoy doing. Yeah. So, do you have a uh, Dodge Journey pet destination for this week? Yeah, I, I hope so. Well, but, the, uh, now, tell me, it's not West Coast. We've had a lot of West Coast. <laughs> East Tennessee. Okay, yeah, right. I love it. East Tennessee. Where in East Tennessee? Called Townsend, Tennessee, the quiet side of the Smokies. The quiet side of the Smokies. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a nice little town. Got the river going through there, a few roadside parks, and that's actually where our Boston Terrier and our Frenchton learned to swim was in the river. Okay, so it's actually Townsend. Is that the city name? Yes, that's the name of the city is Townsend, Tennessee. And where in Townsend is the best place to take your dog, do you think? Right there, basically any of the little roadside parks right next to the river. Right alongside the river, Townsend, Tennessee is this week's Dodge Journey Pet Destination of the Week. Steve, hold on. I got stuff for your dogs. Oh, cool. Thank you. 1-866-405-8405 if you want to be next week's Dodge Journey Pest Destination of the Week. Here's a fact. 17,000 years ago, the first dog was domesticated from a pack of wolves. Here's another fact. The Dodge Journey is a domesticated crossover, a direct descendant of our muscle cars. The Journey recently won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award, an honor decided by humans and dogs. Was it the stain-resistant seating, the in-floor storage bins with removable and washable liners, or is it that dogs relate to this vehicle? Kempton Hotels and Restaurants, the very first full-service hotel to respect and welcome pets. Kempton's hospitality program offers plush beds, designer dining bowls, pet treats, toys, along with services for dog walking and pet sitting. No restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal, as well as zero fees or pet deposits. Come stay at a Kempton Hotel whenever you travel. L.A., San Francisco, San Diego, Chicago, Dallas, and many more. Go to www.kemptonhotels.com for Kempton Hospitality. You're listening to Animal Radio.
If you want to get on our list for our fall codes and discounts mailing, it's an email blast that we send out, which has discounts from a lot of our sponsors. Great deals, like 25% off at Senior Pet Products or wow. free bags of cat litter, all of that stuff. Good stuff. Head on over to AnimalRadio.com. And you can sign up over there. one 405 8405 And we have Mike on the phone. Hey, Mike. How you doing, sir? Uh, I just wanted to just ask about the uh, old problem that me and my uh, girlfriend are having there. She's, she's I don't totally do couples therapy. Having, having our, uh, <laughs> we have a couple of uh, young cats, and I want, I want to get them declawed so we can save our furniture, etc., and, okay. and I'm telling her it's not a big deal, but she thinks it's like like it's torture to them or something that they'll be undefensible or something. I'm telling I'm, I've had declawed cats before, and you know, just outside of a few days of discomfort, it's not a big deal. I just want to get a okay. third opinion, so she's listening. So go ahead, please. All righty, sure thing, Mike. I thought you were at first asking for couples therapy there when you said you wanted me to settle a domestic <laughs> disturbance there. No, no. But kitties, okay, yeah. So now, is the kitty actually destroying uh, leather furniture, cloth furniture? What are we working on here? We're working on uh, uh, sides of beds, sides of uh, cloth couches. That, that kind of stuff. The kind of stuff cats love to get their claws into. Oh, absolutely. And some cats definitely have a preference for certain surfaces, so that's kind of what I was trying to quiz you on because, you know, the whole debate about declawing, I would always prefer not to declaw if we don't have to because we can train cats um, to go to scratching posts, train them to surfaces, and go through different training techniques to deter them from those favorite areas that they like and to substitute those surfaces on a scratching post. So I guess my first thing would be is I'd want to really work on intervening in that way. Um, and, uh, there's Do you have a lot any scratching great... posts in your house right now? Uh, yeah, we had the, the posts and those cardboard, curved, those curved cardboard things. and They, they use them, but they always, at least, at least once a day, they, they got to get their claws into the, to the good stuff. You know what okay. I'm so that's where I would at first start my energies. Um, the areas that we're going to need to be made very unattractive. And if we just rely on scratching posts, we put them up and we say, oh, they use them, and that's as far as we go, we're not doing enough to help train our kitties towards these products. So you can use a lot of great things out there to help deter cats from scratching on those unwanted areas. There's simple things like taking a carpet runner, that plastic stuff, and flipping it upside down in the vicinity of where uh, maybe a cloth or a, you know, a bed might even be. They don't like the feel of that when they walk on it, so it just physically keeps them away from that area. Um, also, there are some canned air products that when it, you can set it up where it has a little, like a motion detector, they walk up into the area that it'll go off and it'll deter them from coming around that. So those, and then there's something called sticky paws, which is like double-sided tape, which is just feels unfavorable when they're kind of like putting their paws and scratching on the area. So those, those are things that I would make sure we're using to deter a cat and to give them also substitution areas. So, and there's even other things. I don't know if you've looked at things called soft paws, which are little glue caps that you put on the nails and um, helps to protect uh, the furniture you know, yourself. They, they, we even try. They, for some reason, they don't work. Eventually, back to the square one again. We're getting snags and everything. I Let see. me ask you one last question. I know you got lots of guests. Um, I've read somewhere on the Internet now that they have a, a, a laser way of declawing the cat is mm -hmm. a lot less painful and the faster healing. Do you know anything about that? 
Well, absolutely. And, um, you know, we do declaw at my office, and I know it, it's, you know, not for everyone, it's not for every situation, but there are some cats that, um, that I feel it is a life-saving surgery. Um, so at my office for probably the last five years, all we do is laser declawing. And uh, it's almost blood-free. Um, I feel very comfortable. We don't even have to bandage kitty's feet because they are so much more comfortable afterwards. Um, you know, and there's no dis- disputing. This is a surgery that takes away part of the body. So if we can avoid doing it, I would definitely go that route. Um, but if it has to be done, I wouldn't consider declawing without doing it in the laser method. And many cats do bounce back, you know, fairly well. Um, but each cat's an individual, and there's cats out there that that are different after declawing, and that may not be the same. Um, right. It's not been my experience, but I know that there are people who have reported that. So it's just not something I'd jump into, and, uh, you know, what your previous cat's experience was might be very different for this one. Say, Mike. Gotcha. And she has one old cat. Is it, do you recommend any kind of, that kind of surgery for, like, a cat that's over 12 years old? Oh, gosh. I would I would not want to declaw a cat that old. Absolutely not. I would, I would work on other therapies. I work on those uh, the nail caps um, and, and really avoiding surgery at all costs because it's just I'm a 12 year old kitty you know she's in her golden years and uh, th- that would really not be anything I'd want to entertain for that baby Mike let's yeah. uh, let's let's you and me sit down here for a second doc doc you hold on there for a second okay yeah I knew you were gonna do this <laughs> well I got to you know I got to do this here so Mike you ready let's sit down we're gonna talk uh, mono mono if we can and I have plenty of time for you on this one here okay uh, I adamantly I'm against declawing, and that actually is one of the two causes that we've started Animal Radio about, because I believe it's a surgery that people think it's it's like clipping the, the fingernails. It's clipping like at a joint, and cats need to scratch. They need that's part of their nature to be able to scratch and claw at things, and it's directed towards the right place, uh, uh, scratching post, uh, certain toys. Then it works out all good. Or if you have cement furniture. It depends how much you love your, your, your animals. But I will say that I've heard so many problems. I get calls every week. I get two different calls. The one call I get is, thank you, thank you so much for telling me about decline. I never knew about it before. I never knew it was an amputation up to the first knuckle. And the second thing I hear is the people that have gone and done it, and now their cat will not use their cat litter. They will inappropriately pee, causing more problems than the original problem that started. So from my heart to yours, please reconsider doing that. You're probably hearing this from your wife, is it, or your girlfriend, but I think she's right. Yeah, she, she's very much against it, So um, and she's listening, so this is going to be more ammunition for her side. So I got a feeling I'm going to be shot down on this one. So. I, yeah, okay. There you go. That's the end of my little... We're supposed to be men. We're supposed to yeah. stick up for the... Well, you know what? And that's, what, that's why I wanted to do it mano y mano because I'm as macho as the next guy there. But I, I believe in both spaying and neutering and not decline your animals. That's uh, what I work 24 hours a day so hard to uh, help these animals that are hurt by it. All right, sir. I, I appreciate your time. Thanks, Thanks, Mike. Take care of yourself. 1-866-405-8405. Okay, now, I rarely give my advice here on Animal Radio. I rarely... Oh, see. sure. I, I usually leave the it for the doctor. testosterone is flying here, I can tell you. <laughs> I usually let... And you do this at your office, and there, yeah, there is a conflict in our beliefs, but uh, I know that you do it in cases that are extreme cases where it is very last resort. And I just want people to know that if you're considering it, make sure it is truly last resort. Do the research on it. Find alternatives.
You're listening to Animal Radio. Have we gone overboard with our pets? No. <laughs> never, no. never overboard. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. In a few minutes, we'll be talking to Alan Anderson who thinks that it's okay if we've gone overboard. There's there's a line. You don't want to go... You can go a little overboard, but... Will he tell us where the line is? I think so. He'll Good. explain the difference. Good to know. Because I'm pretty sure I've crossed it. Uh, let's... Uh, yeah, I've crossed it. I, long time ago, by the way, Joey. Let's uh, take a call for Joey Turner. And uh, she's, of course, our animal communicator here at Animal Radio. She can bridge the gap between the present and the past... And uh, perhaps that animal that you want to talk... She can talk to people, too. But we're going to keep it to animals right now. We have Julie on the phone. Hi, Julie. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you today? Good. Where are you? I'm in Illinois. Julie, you're on with Joy Turner. Hello. Hi, Joy. And by the way, everyone, I don't think there is such a thing as overboard since our animal kids give us everything. We may as well give them everything. Of course. I I expected that from you. Of course. What else would you expect from me? (laughs) So, Julie, what can I do for you today? Well, I just wanted to get a feeling for, um, I have two dogs and a cat, and I wanted to get a feeling for if they were happy, and uh, I think they're healthy, but if they're feeling okay, and uh, I just wondered if you could help me out with that. Sure. Give me names. Um, And are they boys or girls? Cleo is a girl. She's my oldest dog. Um, She's about five. And Gracie is my puppy. She's nine months. She's a girl. Mm-hmm. And actually, we only have girls in my house. Okay. My cat, my cat, Phoebe, is probably 13 or 14. And actually, Phoebe says she thinks she's more like 15. Phoebe does? Okay. Yeah. Okay. She, she's probably right. <laughs> she does, but she doesn't consider herself old, and she thinks personally she's feeling fine, and she loves being with you, so... She thinks, oh, she thinks you worry unnecessarily about whether your kids are happy. Oh, good. So she that's... thinks you need to stop worrying about that. Okay. She says, and that's how she is, so there. <laughs> okay. And let me see about Cleo and Gracie. Okay, well, Gracie's the first one that literally jumped into my mind. Yeah, that's how she is. <laughs> <laughs> and she is so enthusiastic. What kind of a dog is Gracie? Gracie is a Mickey Shih Tzu mix. Okay, well, she is just, like, all over the place. Yes. She says, is she happy? No, she's not. She has so much more than happy, she doesn't have a word for it. <laughs> she can't, she goes, again, I just, she can't believe where she ended up. It's like, I, this is so great. And she doesn't even finish her sentences all the time. So she's totally delighted. And she said, of course, she's perfect, and she's going to be perfect her whole life, she wants you to know. That's her personality, yes, exactly. Yeah, and she says, however, you're probably going to have to really work with her on discipline or what some people would call obedience, although you shouldn't call it that with her, or she's not going to like it very much. Yeah. <laughs> Cleo says, yes, she's fine, although Gracie is uh, a little much from time to time. <laughs> well, I got Gracie for Cleo because Cleo didn't really have a friend to play with when she was young. She says, so- oh. Yeah, and don't get her wrong. She likes having Gracie. She likes the fact that she considers Gracie to be pretty much insane. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But she likes that. It's just every now and then it's a little much for her, so she has to say, okay, chill for a while. Yep. 
I agree with that. I feel that way as well. I hope that sheds some light, Julie. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to with any one of your animals or any one of the Dream Team. They're animals, too. Bobby Hill. You. Punctual as you. usual. How are you today? Awake. I think I get points for that. Late night with whale wars again, huh? No, it wasn't on. Wasn't on. Did I miss it? No, I what I miss? I don't know. Okay. I was asleep. I didn't see it. You're a party animal. I am. Until like 8 o'clock. <laughs> He's not talking AM either. He's talking about PM. That's just sad. I know. Would you go out last night? Why are you so tired? Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, don't sound so surprised. You know, Friday sometimes night, some huh? of us aren't shut-ins. Friday night, date night in the Southland. Some people date. have a life. Date, huh? Huh? Yeah. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. The number's here, toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. Celebrating our pets. Gather your pets around the radio. The whole gang in place here. Animal communicator Joy Turner. Phones are already lit up for her. It's amazing how, how the phones light up for an animal communicator. And she likes to be called yeah. communicator. If you say psychic around her, she goes psycho. <laughs> it's uh, apparently two different things. Uh, let's head to the phones with Joey Villani. He's our groomer extraordinaire right now answering, which one are we going, Teresa? Hey, Teresa, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Where are you today? We're in Omaha, Nebraska. How's it, how's it in Omaha? It is incredibly hot and humid here. Yeah, all across the country right now, it seems like. we're all. St- you should see the dog in front of the air conditioner right now, legs spread open. Uh, I have Joey here. How can we help you? Yes? And he's talking about me. <laughs> well, we just adopted a Wheaton Terrier from the local Humane Society, and I had a question about grooming. Um, is there any difference between people haircutting shears and... Um, scissors that you would use to cut, like, the beard area of a Wheaton Terrier? Absolutely not. The only difference is, is professional groomers usually work with um, with long shears, and it's basically so you can cover more ground. And, you know, instead of working on a person's head, you're working on a much bigger area. But that's the only thing. If if I was um, the regular, you know, um, pet owner, I would use a, a regular small pair of shears because it's probably a lot safer for you. Okay. What do you have? What do you have? A, a, a small pair? Um, and what are you trying to do? Because I might be able to help you out here. Well, um, right now, when, when we adopted him, he had to be shaved totally. So just he has just the uh, beard and the little bit of tuft on his head. So right now, we were just going to try and trim around his beard a little bit and around his mouth. You know what really works best if you have a pair of thinning shears. Thinning shears on that type of coat just make it look a lot more natural. And you, you don't go across the grain you go with it and it'll look real natural and just and just make it a lot shorter i hate to tell you this though you probably adopted which is a wonderful thing because i like when people adopt dogs but it's the most difficult coat i think of any breed to to take care of because it's very cottony it needs a lot of brushing and usually wheatons are very excitable so they run around a lot and which makes them not up a little bit easier but um and i hope you keep the fall please keep the hair in front of the eyes it makes the whole breed We'll sure try to do that. <laughs> okay. Thank you for your call today. The wheat interior, I guess, one of the harder ones to maintain coat-wise, according to Joey Villani here. Extremely, extremely. They um, they knot up real easily if they're not if they're not you know taken care of or brushed. Something to think about if you're thinking of getting one. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. 
Listen up. Animal Radio is brought to you by Kimpton Hotels, the pet-friendliest hotels in over 50 major U.S. cities like San Francisco, New York, L.A., Dallas, San Diego. This one's San Diego. The oh, list sorry. is goes sorry. on. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and the, all these pet-friendly boutique-like hotels, uh, besides the amenities like plush pet beds, pets stay free. Wow. Zero fees. They don't want, a, there's no deposit. Isn't it? Cool. And any pet is allowed. Any type of pet is allowed. Any size. Any size. Big dog, what? no pet fees. Whoa. Yeah. No size restriction, huh? And no weight restrictions. Find out more about Kimpton Hotel's hospitality program by calling 1-888-Kimpton. That's K-I-M-P-T-O-N. Kimpton. Wow. It's very cool. And 1-866-405-8405 to connect with the Dream Team. I believe we have Michael on the other end. Hey, Michael, how are you? Oh, I'm fine, sir. How are you? Very good. How are you doing? Where are you today? Well, uh, in Houston visiting, but we are from Temple. Temple, Temple Texas. Okay. Uh-huh. And what's going on with your animals? I've got the good doctor, Dr. Debbie, here. Yeah, Hi Dr. there. Debbie, um, yeah, Dr. Debbie, um, our, our cat, uh, about one-year-old, very healthy male, neutered uh but uh wasn't responding to our calls and my wife found him underneath some shrubs and apparently he uh broke his leg while i got while he got hooked up in a privacy fence and then we took him to the vet and he showed me the x-ray and the break is way down there by the joint okay it's a real clean break and he says those are very hard to put back together and he's actually at the vet's with a splint over the weekend, and then we're going to talk about the prognosis Monday or Tuesday, but I wanted to get your opinion on breaks of that nature. Okay, and, and I didn't catch what, what actual limb or which bone, do you know where the fracture that is? That would be the back, back right, and it's, well, you know, I didn't know that the whole leg is basically a foot. You know, half the leg's a foot. I thought the foot <laughs> was just the toes. Yeah. So it's actually right there at the ankle. Be Down right by the above. ankle area. Okay. Right above the ankle, it is snapped clean in two. Okay. Well, indefinitely, there's when we have fractures, there's different classes of fractures and the different kind of shapes, if you will. Um, and I'm, hopefully, this is a fracture where the bone hasn't penetrated the skin, which is what we call a compound fracture. Um, so if it's all kind of underneath the skin, it really depends on how big the pieces are at any given end and what kind of therapies we can do. Uh, if we're lucky in a young animal, we can get away with something just like passing a pin straight down the shaft of the bone. It doesn't always give us good support, and sometimes we'll have to use some bandaging techniques or even some other wires to kind of help get us stabilized there. Um, it's a little, I'm at a little bit of a disadvantage because without seeing a fracture, sometimes I can see, you can look at a fracture and say, oh my God, there's nothing there left to work with. And if that's the case, then we're in a kind of either specialty situation, um, and in really extreme cases, you know, there's amputation. So I don't know where your cat is falling in the kind of the picturesque scene of things. But right. if it's a young cat and it's a closed fracture and the joint itself is not disrupted, in some cases, you know, just doing a splinting technique may buy us some quality healing time. Um, but the location of the joint really complicates things because once you have that area uh, affected by the break, um, the response is really not very good there. Um, so I don't know what the possibility of specialists in your area are, but they can do some things with plates that, you know, you'd be really surprised and amazed, you know, if that's an appropriate technique. Yeah, that's what the vet said. He mentioned amputation, and then he mentioned um, 
he wasn't really sure if if the tinning would work or not, and if not, then he could fuse the joint together, whatever that means. So, okay, from what you're describing, that would make me concerned that it may be extending into the joint, and you know, if it's possible to fuse the joint, that can help relieve the pain long term. You know, they might it'll be a, a joint that's fixed and not flexible, but if it helps to relieve discomfort long term, that may be a, a viable alternative to you know just going ahead with an amputation. So. Um, so I hope you've got some options there kind of in that middle zone, in that gray zone. And, uh, you know, it's always worth, uh, you know, getting a second opinion. If you do have specialists in your area, I'm sure your veterinarian is familiar with that and can kind of consult with them even about what the possibilities are. Well, he mentioned putting a splint on even after surgery and keeping that on for like six weeks in yep. a small room confined. Um, and he said... If he gets out, all he wants, all he's going to want to do is try to take that splint off. And if he takes it oh, off, sure. he starts walking around, and it's it's the end or whatever. Yep, yep. So. And that you know that might be a hopeful thing to try. Um, and because we're dealing with a kitty, you, you might have some success there. Dogs sometimes we have a little bit more activity level, and their body weight's heavier, so um, we don't always have as good luck with some of these more complicated ones. But I'd say you know if that's something he says is an option. I'd always try to save the leg if we can, so okay, <laughs> see if that might work for you. Michael, we wish you the best of luck with that there. Hold on for a second. We'd like to give you a bag of world's best cat litter made from whole kernel corn. It's uh, good stuff. If you don't get through today to get your free bag of world's best cat litter, you can get it free online at animalradio.com. Hit the world's best cat litter logo or link on the front page and get a free bag of world's best cat litter. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, we at Litter Robot are pleased to announce our new spokescat, Cousin Vinny the Cat. Thanks. It's good to be here with you guys talking about this here Litter Robot that automatically cleans up after us cats do our business. And what would you like to say to our audience about the Litter Robot? My owner seems to be saving up lots of cash now that he's not buying so much cat litter. Plus, I don't have to put up with that stinking litter box smell no more. With Litter Robot, I get clean litter every time. Uh, right, Vinny. The Litter Robot saves on litter and eliminates odors. And seriously, the chicks dig it. Okay. Vinny, where can our audience buy a Litter Robot? Well, you gotta go online to the Litter Robot website and order one. Them Litter Robot guys don't even charge you for shipping. That's great. People can just order a Litter Robot online at www.litter-robot.com. Animal Radio listeners can now save $20. Just enter Animal Radio as the coupon code when checking out. Thank you, Vinny. We look forward to hearing from you again soon. Yeah, anytime, pal. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. When Animal Radio picked America's top vet, they wanted to make sure that your animal's health came first. That's why they picked the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic. 
treating animals for over 50 years with the latest diagnostic tools in their full-service hospital, the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic always puts your pets first. Call 805-238-4622 or visit them at PasoVets.com. That's Paso, P-A-S-O, Vets.com to get the best care for your pet. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team here. And if you're listening in the Southern California area, Los Angeles, the L.A. Pet Fair takes place this weekend, the Pet Expo USA in uh, Pomona, the Fairplex in Pomona, and our very own Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, will be out there meeting and greeting you. Are you excited about that, Vlad? Oh, I'm very excited. Pet owners, listen up. If your dog is taking you for a walk, bark nonstop, jumping on the people, get aggressive, maybe chew you out of your house, or you have a little bit problems, or the big problems, I will be on the scenes all day long and helping you to resolve your uh, problems. I also will do a few demonstrations. Yeah, let me tell you about uh, that. You're, I don't know if you mm-hmm. know what time you're going to be doing this, but it's going to be happening Sunday. That's tomorrow in most instances. Uh, the first one will be from 1 to 1.30 p.m. The second one between 3.30 and 4 p.m. Vlade will be giving demonstrations at the L.A. Pet Fair in Pomona, and you get to meet him. Also, some other celebrities going to be out there. Shorty Rossi from uh, Animal Planet's Pit Boss. Oh, yes. He's been on Animal Radio before. Mackenzie Phillips. Oh, Really? Wow. That's uh, the chick from One Day at a Time? Yeah, I think that was the name of it. Wow. I, I didn't know she was doing anything with animals. We'll have yeah. to get her on the air. Also, Linda Blair. Oh, will, she's a big animal lover. And she won't be spitting green pea soup or anything like that. <laughs> uh, Tyson, the skateboarding bulldog. Uh, Chopper, the biker. Uh, there'll be a doggy fashion show and dancing with the dogs. But most importantly, Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, will be out there, and you can meet and greet him at the L.A. Pet Fair Saturday and Sunday. Vlade will be out there Sunday, and you can see him at the Animal Radio booth. And if you want to learn more, PetExpoUSA.net, and we'll link to it from AnimalRadio.com. You know what you're going to wear yet, Vlad? Yes, I am going to wear my favorite red shirt with the Russian dog wizard and then my German shepherd, Mika, my partner, <gasps> canine partner. She will be on the scenes, too, helping helping me to tame those unruly canines, and she's going to wear special vest like a canine trainer. Oh, cool. No, you can't. <laughs> Mika. You know, you know, you know, Orange County pet owners already know me very well, and they know me, and they know my magic, but um, I think it's my first official um, um, show for Los Angeles and Los Angeles County pet owners. Yes. I had a few... Yeah, I've had a few celebrities to work with, like uh, Myra Cyrus, uh, Howie Mandel, and I'm looking forward to meet many interesting people. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm really looking forward for that. Okay, that's at the Fairplex in Pomona in Los Angeles. More details at the website. one 405 and we have Carrie on the phone. Hey, Carrie, how are you? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Of course, where are you? I'm in South Lake Tahoe, California. Oh, are you listening on KOWL? I am. Oh, good, good to hear from the South Lake Tahoe contingent. I have Dr. Debbie here, how can we help you? Well, my elderly neighbor friend has a three-month-old chihuahua, and she's having a heck of a time potty training Max. And I was wondering if uh, there's suggestions, because her roommate's doing something like 
making the dog eat its poop and throwing it in a cage and oh no and, and that and you know whatever you could suggest I will pass on to her. Oh, what in the world are, are they making the dog eat the the the, yes, the accident that it? Yes. Oh, that's ridiculous. That's absolutely crazy. Yeah. I'm sorry. Tell them tell them to stop that because that does nothing to teach this puppy what they're doing wrong. I didn't think Ugh. so either. And she she okay. has a tr- she lives on an upstairs apartment, so she she has trouble, you know, always getting downstairs. But they do have a balcony. So what can, what what's your suggestion? Okay, I guess the first thing I want to know is what is the current method? What are they doing? Because if you're on the third floor, either you're training the doggy to go outside and hold it, or you're training them to go to piddle pads. Um, well, she does have a piddle pad on the balcony, um, but uh, it, you know he can't quite always hold it and then he he does the poop thing and and uh she just really quite doesn't know what to do okay well i'll I'll tell you what some of the common mistakes are with house training Um, because in this situation i think we might need a little more information to see what's going right and what's going wrong but some of the very common mistakes that we do with house training is number one try to discipline the puppy on that and that never ever works all they learn is to fear your angry looking face they do not put that connection together so make sure that's right off the table there the first thing there is we want to make sure we have a set schedule and for a puppy at that age um, there's some general guidelines when we're asking them to hold their bodily functions we have to be reasonable and for puppies they can generally hold it for if you look at how many months they are three months old and you add the number one to whatever month of age they are that's about how many hours you can ask that puppy to hold it so a three-month-old puppy can hold it for four hours okay a two-month-old puppy is only going to be able to be reliably holding their needs for three hours. So if you look at it that way, that's what's realistic. Now, when we don't have a set schedule or we allow this puppy to kind of run around the house, we are not setting limits. We're not setting a schedule. So that is so important that we have a set schedule where we go down those stairs, three flights of stairs, and we take them to the potty area that you want to go. And then you use that opportunity to praise the puppy insanely (laughs) you have to have to do that if you're just letting him go on the potty pads you're not rewarding that behavior so that's my problem with potty pads is i don't feel that really gives you the opportunity to praise them when they do good because you're just leaving it and saying do it when you can well he's got he has gotten to the point where he will go to the screen door that goes to the patio and he'll turn around and look at you good we've gotten him that far but he's kind of regressed in the last few days Okay. Well, I'd make sure that we keep his access and opportunity limited. So if someone's not immediately with him, he is not trustworthy. And it's not because he's bad. It's just he needs to be reminded, and you really need to have constant supervision. If you're not there, um, then really keeping him confined into a crate is the best way to go. Um, For pups that have too much access, they never learn that you need to hold it because they can just take two steps to the right. And eliminate. There you go. So that's where the crate really comes in advantage to kind of keep the world small. And then the first thing you do, you get him out of the crate, you run him to the potty area, and you praise him up and down for doing his business. So that would be a very important thing. So if he's not right with you, keep him on a light leash if you have to, um, or use the crate for confinement. And we really have to be over the top with the reinforcement. It doesn't have to be food, but really just lay it on thick when he does do all of his business really good. Mm. People think I'm crazy when... 
when my puppies were young, I'd be like, oh, what a wonderful doggy, and you're, you're just so lighthearted, and they look at you like, you know, something amazing has happened, and it's just a pile of crap there sitting there. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I know. I've, I've, I've done that with all my dogs. Now, what about like an eating schedule? Yes, and that's very important also for house training. So if you're, are you on a twice a day feeding or three times a day feeding for this puppy? I believe it's twice a day she, she feeds him. Great. But she always good. has the, the she, he always has water. Mm-hmm. And that should, that's the way it should be. We don't want to restrict water at all. Um, but when you do have the set feeding times, that helps you because you can anticipate with most pups, after they eat, within about 30 minutes, they're going to have to do the d- number two duty. So that helps you to kind of schedule your attention and when you need to be most vigilant and watch for those cues that the pup needs to go outside. Okay. So, yeah, and I'm definitely never a fan of just leaving food out for a puppy if we're struggling with house training. It is just it's the food is going in and coming out <laughs> any time. Yeah, so. The schedule definitely helps in that regard as well. Okay. Well, well, thank you very much, and um, I'll let you know how this works. Yeah, let us know. We'd like to also see pictures of our new big family of furry friends, so send some pictures this way so we can post on the website. Uh, okay. What's, where do I send them? You can send it to your voice at animalradio.com. It's all over at the Animal Radio website at animalradio.com. Radio.com. Thank you, Carrie. Okay, thank you very much. Take care. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team here. It could be Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions, or Dog Father Joey Volani with your grooming questions, Animal Communicator Joey Turner, or Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. We're all here at your beck and call. We want to welcome a brand new sponsor here to Animal Radio, By Nature, Cat Foods and Dog Foods. They're organic pet foods. They help keep your pets feeling young with a powerful mix of vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants to promote a strong immune system. Wow. Formulated to help support a pet's natural defense against the effects of aging and illness and physical and environmental stress. It's By Nature, and I want to give away a bag, actually a couple of bags today. I'm going to give away for a cat lover mm-hmm. if you want to give me a call right now at one 405 8405 I'm going to give you a by nature grain free chicken and potato formula a seven pound bag and a seven pound bag of by nature seven seafood platter and a seven pound bag of by nature weight control chicken salmon and duck formula and for you oh. dog guardians call me at the same toll free number and I have a 17 pound bag of by nature pork and sweet potato by nature salmon, ocean fish, and yogurt, and by nature, duck and sweet peas for you to try out. And you know my policy here. If I give you something for you to try out, I know that your animals will be hooked on it. It's good food (laughs) uh, for your animals. If you don't get through today to get your free bag, you can get it by heading over to their website at bynaturepetfoods.com slash pets to get a free bag of natural dog or cat food from By Nature. And I would like to add, uh, you know, you know, I see through my experience, it's a huge link between behavior and proper nutrition. There really is, isn't there? Yes. Don't expect, uh, you know, if you're feeding your dog with a junk food and you expect the dog to behave well. No, I see in my practice the dogs who are feeding the, some of the main brands, which you can find in your local pet store. You know, you probably see them on TV oh, yeah. and they advertise well. But when know what is there and the dogs are such a hyper they have a joints problems they have this problem we have that problem mental problem doggy add and all the things are related to what because it's a too much grain it's a 
grain, it's a, you know, uh, bad ingredients, bad preservatives, and things like that. So when we say something, we mean it. As a matter of fact, I studied in correlation between uh, pet nutrition and behavior in Moscow University for a whole year. I can go to every ingredient and with the um, uh, authority of the expert, tell about all possible benefits and disadvantages if you're using the wrong dog food. So you save your money. Why? Because you will not see a vet so often, people. Just just spend much, much more, maybe more money on the dog food, but you're going to save your money on your vet bill. After after 10 years in this country, the dog who, who is more than 10 years, we have a 50% of the cancers here, okay? Uh, after 7 years old, many dogs go through the heap uh, surgery, uh, not replacement, but the surgery, which is five, seven grand per per need to fix it. Why we need to do that? Every time you put in the dog's stomach grain, it's create inflammation. Inflammation is the mother for every diseases, including number one disease for the dogs, joint problems. So keep your dog on the healthy food diet, listen to what we say, and you're going to love what you're going to see at your dog in the long term. There are two simple things you should give your pets, the gift of pure love and the best food for their health. With By Nature, you can give them both. Thanks, By Nature, for hopping on board with Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Findings published in Proceedings of the Royal Society B appear to prove our dogs imitate us. Results of a study conducted by Frederick Range at the University of Vienna's Department of Cognitive Biology show dogs indeed copy our body movements and behaviors. Researchers tested this phenomenon in 10 adult dogs who were shown how to open a sliding door door by their owners. The owners even got down on their hands and knees and used their head to open the door. Results? All the dogs were able to copy their owners. Whoa. Yeah, interesting, huh? Hey, back in June, the Rockville Center Village Board of Trustees in beautiful Nassau County, Long Island, quietly passed an ordinance banning the ownership of pit bulls and rottweilers. Last month, hundreds of outraged locals, along with their four-legged friends, inundated a board meeting with complaints of the breed-specific law. Surprisingly enough, the board voted last week to repeal that ordinance, especially after it was noted that it violated state law. And next time your turkey, avocado, and bacon sandwich suddenly goes missing, check the dog. The latest issue of Applied Animal Behavior Science supports what dog owners have known all along. Dogs are sneaky food thieves. <laughs> the behavior may indeed be a gem- genetic component of their wolf ancestry, especially since the evidence shows dogs have theory of mind. In an experiment at Maryland's Hood College, dogs were given the choice of sneaking food from a silent container near a human or a noisy one with no one around. According to researcher, quote, the dogs preferentially attempted to retrieve food silently, end quote. (laughs) I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Be sure of which common household plants are poisonous to pets like lilies, tulip bulbs, and chrysanthemum and keep them out of reach of all animals. Some foods that are toxic include chocolate, grapes, onions, and macadamia nuts. Get more tips at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Herb Springer's Quick Release Dog Training Collar. Very humane, very gentle. Find a store near you at AnimalRadio.com. 
know, every time Guido plays one of these bumpers back into the show, it all has symbolic meaning. This, of course, from my knowledge of nightclub days, is a song called Praise You. As we do our animals, we praise them. We, I uh, could never have named that tune. Do you know the group? You, I know. Fat Boy Slim. Never would have known. Never known that, it's huh? It's because you're so uber cool. I, I am really uber cool. That's what everybody's saying all the time. But this <laughs> to your face, anyway. We praise our animals in that uh, you know we sometimes they eat better than than we do. I know in my family they eat better than I do. You put them first. We really do. And have we gone overboard? Is the question? I certainly can answer that for Judy. Yes, Stop she's gone it. way overboard. I have not. You know, you're really making points there with your missus, honey. Ah, well, here's the situation: when she dresses up the ladybug with the, she gets cold. I only do it in the winter with the frills and the the sequins, and then she rolls her around the block and the pet cart, stroller, the pink pet stroller, and everything. Stop it! Dog doesn't hit the ground. I think that's a little spoil. I think that's overboard. It's only when it's cold outside. She's only seven pounds. Judy, she do you gets really very do that? Cold. Only when it's cold. She's only seven pounds. She doesn't have any hair on the bottom of her belly. She gets very cold. So if I'm going to dress her up, I'm going to put her in something that looks nice. For your dog to keep her warm. (laughs) That's how. The uh, Bernard people spend forty-seven billion dollars on their pets on the pet industry, and just to give you an idea of how much this is, besides the entire debt of some small countries and big ones. People spend a lot of money on movies, on video games. Video games are really big these days. Mm-hmm. The music that you download from iTunes, all that stuff, mm-hmm. thats you'd think that'd be a lot of money is made mm-hmm. from that. But t- imagine putting that all together, all combined together, and that's less than what people spend on their pets. Wow. And they're spending it on everything from pet drugs, medications for depression. Nike, our studio cat, he's on Prozac. Mm-hmm. Anxiety it's because of us, I think. Yeah, <laughs> we really we make, take we make him anxious, <laughs> make him crazy. They even have cosmetic procedures for animals these days. Now I wouldn't go that far. And now I'm not talking about you know if they get hurt in an accident, they need facial reconstruction. They can do that. I'm not talking about Botox or any. Although I bet there might be Botox for that wrinkling animal. I wouldn't put it past anybody to come up with something like that. Alan Anderson is back with us. He joins us frequently on Animal Radio a great author, and he thinks that maybe we've gone overboard. But I bet you think it's okay, Alan. Well, it, yes, I do, in a way. I, you know, in, in, in a real sense, if, if you're not hurting yourself or any animal or person, then it's really nobody's business that a cat or dog or rabbit means the world to you. That's, that's a good thing. What we do behind our closed doors. Now, in the case of animal hoarders, and this is where you have to draw the line, these people aren't able to take care of their animals. They don't have the resources, but they still want hundreds of animals. They've gone crazy. Well, that's absolutely true. I mean, the, the one thing about animal hoarders, and that's a whole different issue, is it attachment or is there something deeper going on there? And I think it's much more than, uh, than, than just simply wanting to think, you know, live your life around your, your beloved pet, making sure that the things you do are, are, are basically making you and your pet a happier, happier life together. What are some signs that maybe we've gone overboard? I know that if your relationship with your wife or your family, uh, the two-legged member, suffers, have we gone overboard? Absolutely. The you know one, the one thing that's interesting about this is that well, I'll give you an example. Uh, when we ask the question, "Can a person be a two attached to a pet?" We received a lot of emails and letters. And one man wrote that his girlfriend dumped him because she said her dog didn't like him. <laughs> 
He was irate, and he went on and on and on. As I was reading his rant about the dog, and to some degree his girlfriend, mm-hmm. it seemed like the dog was right. And it was like, <laughs> now, that, that, that is completely healthy. And actually, I, we listen to our dogs all the time when it comes to our relationships because they kind of sense what's good for you and what's bad for you, and, and maybe that's a good thing. But what if that same lady not only dumped him but refused to do the social things in life, refused to go out, began uh, maybe staying home more because she didn't want to be social. She wanted to be home all the time with her dog or afraid to leave the house or do things in a normal, functioning uh, way with her work and her friends and her family that you would do to have a full life. Then maybe, just maybe, that attachment, which could be much more deeper than just the attachment to the dog, could be a problem. Well, how do you know when that person, when you're someone's at a party and they say, "I got to go home and let my dog out," how do you know if they really do or if they're just trying, trying to get, get away? Yeah. They're using well, as I'm going to use that line next time, Judy. Thanks. <laughs> well, you, the, the person at the party says one thing: "Oh, this person's got a party. That's social. That's out there. That's with their friends." Wanting to go home and let her dog out, we do that quite often in order to maybe leave a little earlier than we than, than would be would be thought would be a good See, idea to it leave. Works. <laughs> it more and more of us are taking our dogs to the party with us uh-huh. and uh, taking us to restaurants. Uh, you take Ladybug because she's so small, you'll take her practically anywhere. Oh, she can fit in a purse. People don't, don't even know that she's there. Now, do people kick you out of restaurants? I, I don't take her into to restaurants where dogs aren't allowed. I won't try that. Yeah, I don't think that's right. But generally, people accept it. Yes, yes. They, they understand that it's okay to dress up your dog and put it in a little sling over your shoulder and walk around with it. If they have a problem with it, no one said anything to me. Do you have something you want to say, Hal? No, I don't. I'm just I'm seeing where everybody is with it, you know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to draw the line of what, what is too much. Well, and, it's interesting. Animals and dogs especially are, are family members, and we've kind of accepted that as part of it. I was, I was flying home last night. I was on a flight, and there was this uh, person in, in, in the row behind me. And sometimes you overhear things and you ought not to, but they were talking to each other, this person <laughs> with their seatmate. And he was a Marine. He's big, and he has a strong voice, so it carried. So I couldn't help but hear him. He's talking about his wife and how much he appreciates her and his two, his two his boy and his girl and how his boy likes to go hiking with him and his girl likes to sleep late and jumps in the bed with them and snuggles with him and his wife in the morning and how hard it is to find good places to live for his boy and his girl. And after a little bit of time when he started talking about dog parks and things like that, I realized he was talking about his dog. <laughs> Not kids. Not kids. I mean, it was, it's, it's, it's to the point where it's just common where people are talking about their pets in this way. And I, for one, think it's a very wonderful and healthy and, and kind of in lightning thing to view another creature in your life that you love and you take care of and they take care of you as a family member and talking that way tells us that we've come a long way i think the, the step after that would be of course oh you know if you if you hear from everybody that you've gone overboard you know you might want to at least consider uh-huh. finding uh, other outlets for your love and devotion and maybe spreading that love around if there's an intervention what about my pets that mirror me and i mirror them uh, Booga studio cat he if i'm down he gets down and if he's down i get down and vice versa too well that is beautiful i mean there's a true deep spiritual i would say spiritual bond that you and this cat has uh, so that's okay i don't see why there's a problem with that because there's a choice there's a conscious choice the cat is with you and you're with the cat and there and you feel each other's moods and you're and you and you go through life uh, as, a, as a as a sort of a couple and you kind of move 
into uh, your day and you have a bad hair day so the cat has a bad hair day or you whatever it might be it's, it's just it's sort of a natural thing when you have someone that loves you and you love someone that you you feel each other's moods but what about uh, you know when you get into bed with your husband and you're laying there and the cat comes up and is right in the middle of you every single night <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think that's overboard at all. I think that's... that's <laughs> See? He says north. That's normal. I, I, I don't think that's overboard at all. I'm more concerned about the individual's health if they begin not being uh, all that they can be in life because they're making the excuse of needing to be with the animal all sure. the time. And there's so much more that they can go, be and at work and with, with the joy of living life to their fullest, including the love of a pet. The pet's love just brings more joy and more happiness to that individual. And not to try to restrict the individual from doing those things that that person wants to do in life. And if they're making the excuse, well, I can't go out because my cat needs me, and I'm, I have a friend who occasionally refuses to do, uh, actually more than occasion, most of her life she refuses to go out because she's afraid she's going to leave her kittens, her cats alone, and they, they're just going to miss her so much. And in a way, that says possibly that she needs to look at it more carefully, look at her life and look at the relationship and, and really not blame the cats for not, not wanting to go out and do the things in life that would bring her joy. Fun topic. We're so out of time. Alan, I thank you so much for joining us today. Alan Anderson, the website uh, that you founded, the Angel Animals Network, is www.angelanimals.net. And, of course, everything that you hear on today's show, we link at animalradio.com. Thank you for having me. More Animal Radio on the way. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest by providing the latest news, information, and products for health, wellness, comfort, and mobility. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need from vitamins and supplements to diapers, boots, and accessories that'll make their senior years more comfortable, all at the lowest prices available. Thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we at Litter Robot are pleased to announce our new spokescat, Cousin Vinny the Cat. Thanks. It's good to be here with you guys talking about this here Litter Robot that automatically cleans up after us cats do our business. And what would you like to say to our audience about the Litter Robot? My owner seems to be saving up lots of cash now that he's not buying so much cat litter. Plus, I don't have to put up with that stinking litter box smell no more. With Litter Robot, I get clean litter every time. Uh, right, Vinny. The Litter Robot saves on litter and eliminates odors. And seriously, the chicks dig it. Okay. Vinny, where can our audience buy a Litter Robot? Well, you gotta go online to the Litter Robot website and order one. Then Litter Robot guys don't even charge you for shipping. That's great. People can just order a Litter Robot online at www.litter-robot.com. Animal Radio listeners can now save $20. Just enter Animal Radio as the coupon code when checking out. Thank you, Vinny. We look forward to hearing from you again soon. Yeah, anytime, pal. We get lots of food samples here at Animal Radio, so we can be picky about selecting a healthy food. If you're a regular listener, you know Ladybug is one finicky diva. When we got a sample of Stella and Chewy's, the healthy ingredients were there, but would she eat it? I'm here to tell you she ate it as fast as we put it down and begged for more. We feel good about feeding our dog Stella and Chewy's, and we want you to try Stella and Chewy's, too. Visit StellaandChewy's.com or call 888-477-8967. That's 888-477-8977. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Hey, Bobby, are there any recalls this week? You know, I tweeted one earlier this week, as I recall, and I believe it has something to do with uh, cat food. Cat food, okay. 
So, I, thing is, and it was like a specialty the... ve- veterinary formula for oh. cats with renal issues. Ooh. Check out Twitter. If you want to sign up for the Twitter, you can head over to the, the animal. Twitter. The Twitter. Cal. The Twitter. The Twitter. <laughs> Go ahead. We have links from the front of the AnimalRadio.com website. Once the Hal's computer team, still the uses punch cards. Go ahead. <laughs> How do you know? Hal is so old. How, How old, old is, is he? The first radio prize he ever gave away was fire. <laughs> <laughs> you've just been waiting. You've, yeah. you've been holding that one back, haven't you? Oh, Somebody else slammed a friend of mine with that one, and I just had to file it away and use it for the future. <laughs> Bobby Hill, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for the comic relief here. You know, the focus groups come back with her name over and over. The guys really like Bobby. She delivers the news. They're the ones that have figured out that I'm female, huh? Blonde and female. And the social Those networking. Those things go together. Butterfly. You are a very good artist, I might want to I Actually, I never talk about this oh, on the you. air. But you, during the week. But you're going to. Yeah. And there's a link from the AnimalRadio.com website if you want to see the, some of the artwork Bobby Hill does. We're all very talented. Dogfather Joey Villani, during the middle of the week, he's... Uh, well, he's grooming, but he also does TV. Bobby's even done a little stuff. bit of extra. Yeah. Dr. Debbie, she's always on TV. Animal communicator, always doing radio during the week. Susan Sims, traveling around the country. And what do you do during the weekend? I uh, send out Stella and Chewy samples. Oh. Is really Ooh. all I do. He sends out free stuff. Is this a good time to go into the Stella and Chewy's thing? Well, since I brought it up. Sure, why not? Sure. Would you sure. like a free sample of Stella and Chewy's? Say yes, that's the correct answer, people. Send me a self-addressed stamped envelope. The address is over at AnimalRadio.com, and during the week, that's what I do. I package these samples up, and I send them to you. Get your dogs hooked on this stuff. It's natural goodness made with raw, USDA-inspected meat raised naturally, no added hormones or antibiotics. And with all these recalls lately, you want to make sure your food is safe. This is pathogen-free. They test each and every batch. So there's no salmonella. It's all healthy. It's all good. Also, I have chicken treats. The cats love those, too. Just 100% chicken, little squares of freeze-dried chicken. All good stuff. You can get it directly from the AnimalRadio.com website. It's Stella and Chewy's. Quick, Hal, what's a pathogen? (laughs) (laughs) You're just lucky I pronounced it right. Jeez. You did good. I almost said pathogen. You put the accent on the wrong syllable, on the right syllable and everything. Did you know that 80% of dogs and 70% of cats show signs of oral disease by age 3? Now there's a healthy and natural solution. Pets Life Oral Care is an all-natural blend of extracts and oils that provide a safe solution and no brushing is required. Perfect for senior pets. Pets Life Oral Care products are available in over 10,000 stores, including PetSmart. Call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z dot When Animal Radio picked America's top vet, they wanted to make sure that your animal's health came first. That's why they picked the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic. Treating animals for over 50 years with the latest diagnostic tools in their full-service hospital, the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic always puts your pets first. Call 805-238-4622 or visit them at PasoVets.com. That's Paso, P-A-S-O, Vets.com to get the best care for your pet. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. 
are still getting calls, and it thrills me every time to hear new listeners celebrating the connection with their pets on Animal Radio. We've been here for about a decade, but as we add brand new stations, great stations add power like AM 920 in Fresno, Kino, legendary stations, Coast in Los Angeles, WEEU in Reading, Pennsylvania. All glad to have you on board, and thanks for making us the most listened to pet talk in America. We have Dr. Debbie, she's answering your vet medical questions, dog father Joey Villani answering your grooming questions, Bobby Hill, she's our news director here, she's a strange gal, she walks around during the week with the scanners and the beepers and all the... She stays connected. She's connected. She's our social networking butterfly, she stays connected to you, she lets you know when there's a recall via Twitter or Facebook. I don't do the YouTube, what? Facebook thing. There hasn't yeah. been one in a little while, huh? Yeah. No, there has. It has been I a mean, week. We have a full week. Full week. Every, every week, it yeah. seemed like there was yeah. something. Also here, animal communicator Joy Turner and Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, who will help you with your dog problems. But right now, it's time for Joey Villani's tip. Now, I'm writing these down every week. Good stuff. I'm saving it for a book. Oh, great idea, Hal. It's a, it'll save you a lot of money, all these tips that he has. This week, it hits home because I often, when I cut my cat's nails or my dog's nails, sometimes I'll miss. I'll, I'll hit the quick, and they'll bleed a little bit. And if I don't have styptic powder, boy, I'm SOL. And uh-huh. this week, he has a tip for that. And it's brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. And this is a great website if you have an animal that's turning senior, and that could be as little as seven years old. You want to check out this site. This will help them from getting old. It has a lot of research behind it, resources, information, data, as well as the items that you need for your senior pet or even your young pet. You know, my wife purchased doggy stairs a few months back from Senior Pet Products, and they work great. But my one Karen now kind of thinks it's a toy and, 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 and grabs them and pulls them and tries to shake them and pulls them away from the bed. <laughs> you <laughs> the dog can't go up or down anymore. you got to make that into a trick or something. Use that to your advantage. Yeah, I just, I'm just worried about she, he's going to pull those, those stairs away. The other dog is going to be on the bed looking ah, for the stairs and trying to get down. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Exactly. Well, those stairs, I know that your wife, she got a 25% discount when she bought those from SeniorPetProducts.com. And anyone within the sound of my voice can get 25% off your entire purchase at SeniorPetProducts.com. Here's the deal. I'm going to give you a promotional code. Listen up because it's not on any website. It's not written down anywhere. They won't even let me write it down in the studio. They, they tell it to me, and I have to remember it. That's how secret it is. It's Radio SPP, which stands for Pet Products, Senior Pet Products. Radio SPP. Put that promotional code in. You'll get your 25% off your entire purchase at SeniorPetProducts.com. And they bring us Joey Villani on Animal Radio. And his tip of the week. Okay, doke. Well, this is what we got. First of all, did you ever cut your pet's nails? Well, I know um, how you said you did, but did you ever make them bleed real oh, bad? Yeah. And then you felt bad. And, and if, I'm going to tell you right now, it's an old wives' tale. The, 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 the dog or the cat or the bird, because I do my bird's nails as well, and the same thing happens, they're not going to bleed to death. That's not going to happen. I mean, I mean, you don't want to cut them all and make them all bleed because it'll make a big mess and you'll have a lot of blood. Yep. What, it, what happens is it's, it's a quick. It's, 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 it's like a vein. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, what, what happens is when you cut too close, it'll bleed a lot. Now, the reason why it bleeds a lot, it's like, Cutting yourself with a razor blade. It's a clean cut. The blood doesn't coagulate um, real easily and bleeds and bleeds and bleeds. So what do we do? I have two two um, options for you. Option number one, it's my second favorite option because I'll give you my first favorite next. Okay. Um, 
Get a little flour and water, make paste. Flour paste. and water? Flour and water. Make a little paste and put it on the on, on your finger and put it on the nail. Now, the, the the disadvantage to this is you have to hold it there for a little while because you want it to dry a little bit and and it should stop the bleeding. Okay. What works a lot better, and if you have it, because a lot of people don't have bar soap anymore. They're using, you know, the, the liquid body wash. But a, a good bar soap, you know, your, your old ivory soap, just take the dog's nail and run it on the bar of soap. That doesn't and stink? what it does... It doesn't stink? Well, you, I, I hate to tell you, it's, it stings a lot less than the um, coagulating powder you put on. The styptic um, powder. The styptic powder. Oh, really? That burns. Oh, yeah, it does. Put, try right. Put that on the cut one day and see. Ooh. It does. It burns like heck. Um, but what what happens is if you just run it on the bottom of the nail, it, 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 just, seals, it just seals the area. And um, you, the dog can go about, about its business. And um, it, by, by the, usually by the time it, it, it wears off, if you do it good enough, um, it's... It's it's already coagulating. You don't have to worry about it. So usually, by the time it's, the it's, client it's, picks up the animal, it's all uh, <laughs> it's all. Well, we use we use styptic powder. You know, we use the professional grade stuff in in, in the grooming salon. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, people are are, are really afraid of, of of cutting cutting the quick, and it, you know, it's not that you want to do it, but I hate to tell you, sometimes it's necessary. If your dog's nails, if your dog is walking on his nails, he's in agony, and a lot of times they they they're almost acting if they're crippled and i've seen veterinarians where they have to whack them all the way back and every one of them bleed but you know what mm-hmm. five minutes later your dog is walking at like very comfortably and happily so sometimes it needs to be done um not that you want to do it but um it's you know it happens gotta be done and uh, i try yeah, so sometimes hard. it has to be done i had there's like a black nail on one of my cats and a black nail on one of my dogs, so you can't see the quick. How that's only on the dog. Cats don't have black nails. All cats have white nails. I did not know that. Yes, that's true. I wow. Think Judy's correct there. You guys see my bird. My bird, I actually will lay my bird on her back, and she'll hold her foot out, and I'll cut, I'll cut one whole set of nails and cut the other, and she won't bite nothing. She just sits there. She's the, she's my best candidate for nail clipping. She loves you. I can tell that bird is all over you. Yeah, she does. I don't know if you've ever seen Judy brushing Ladybug's teeth. Not an easy thing to do. I just applaud her for that much dental concern with her dog. It's, it's pretty Thank important because it can lead to organ disease, even fatality. Uh-huh. It's really easy to forget them. There's this new stuff out. I want you to check it out. Actually, it's not new. It's been out for a few years. It's new on Animal Radio. It's called Pets Life. And Animal Radio is brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Your pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Whoa. And Pets Life is a healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Really? No brushing. You should check this out here. Yeah. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z. Dot com. This is Animal Radio Network. Network.